Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we'll consider how advisors command the respect of their clients and prospects as part of an occasional look at the business side of being a financial advisor. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. Do your clients respect you? In all probability, they do, by virtue of the fact that they remain your clients. But it's not something you can take for granted, so it's worth thinking about. I started thinking about it when I saw a four-minute video from sales recruiter Jonathan Sack on Medium.com. Sack observed that people who command respect carry themselves in a respectful manner. I'd say this applies to virtually every financial advisor I've ever met, and I think the reason is fairly obvious. Advisors manage other people's money. That, of course, requires trust, which is different, though related to respect. Perhaps we'll treat that more fully in another podcast. But to manage other people's money, you have to have a certain bearing. I think that's the reason financial advisors of every stripe tend to dress well. Young advisors in particular, in my observation, are fastidious in their appearance and manners, and the need for this is also self-evident. Their relative youth can be a handicap, and they need to overcompensate in every other available area, in their speech, manner, and dress, to convey that gravitas without which they would be seen as unfit to manage money. Consequently, advisors tend to speak in a manner their parents would be proud of, and similarly, they refrain from behaviors they would disallow in their children. I have not heard advisors use colorful language professionally, although I have, interestingly enough, heard speakers at advisor conferences do so. But in that instance, no clients are present, and I assume that the conference speaker is trying to subtly convey a certain frankness. In my opinion, this is a mistake that only lowers the respect that audience members feel for the speaker, even if only subconsciously. Parenthetically, I'd say the prize for the most respectful talk I'd ever heard at a financial advisor conference would go to the late President of the United States, Gerald Ford. I heard him speak at a conference in the Palm Springs area in his waning years. I can't even remember what he spoke about, and it hardly mattered, because the way he spoke was so gracious. His speech was full of the mannerly words that statesmen and diplomats use, and they effectively conveyed gratitude and humility, which very much count in human interactions. In short, conduct yourself with class, and you will command respect. That leads to another fundamental point Jonathan Sack made, which is that treating other people with respect is the surest way to be treated the same way yourself. This is another thing I find to be a quite common trait among financial advisors, who never know who their source of referrals might be, and hence courtesy becomes a business imperative. One other issue that SAC brings up is respecting hierarchy. There are people in your company who have more senior positions. They worked hard to get there and deserve respect for that. Even if there's no chemistry between you, respect their position. The same goes for people who are older than you, regardless of their professional status. They have more life experience, and that entitles them to respect. As Sack puts it, one day it'll be your turn. We can relate this hierarchical respect to our earlier discussion of appearance and the disadvantage that younger people face in projecting gravitas. For older advisors, every gray hair testifies eloquently to the multitude of life's tests they have taken. 
Finally, when it comes to R-E-S-P-E-C-T, more important than the hairs upon your head is the brain within it, meaning that your thought, intellect, and understanding of the client's issues, your ability to solve their problems and see them through to success, count most of all. And yet I bring this up last because you'll never get to display what you know if you haven't first demonstrated the mode of conduct that is socially required to succeed in business. My recommendation for advisors in both these realms those of respect and knowledge, is that they should exceed ordinary expectations. Greeting a prospective client with courtesy, providing coffee or tea, and offering thanks with a warm smile at the meeting's conclusion is what every advisor would do. One could show greater respect by getting up with the visitor and accompanying him or her not just to the door, but outside of your office to the elevator. I'm sure that's just what President Ford would have done. As for the knowledge that every advisor should have, That is precisely what this podcast series seeks to inculcate. That doesn't mean that you will or should agree with all of its contents, but it will increase your fluency in the topics that matter to clients and stimulate your own thoughts, including constructive disagreement, another item that only enhances respect in human interaction. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.